are listening to Sports and More with Chris and Tom. Welcome back. It's the guys with the face of radio and the voices for a silent movie. This is Sports and More with Chris and Tom. I am Chris. And I am Tom and Chris. I got a quick story for you before we get oh, going into right. tonight. Yep. So, um, my parents came up to visit this weekend and, um, you know, we went to church on Sunday morning. We come back. Uh, there, there's not, not a whole lot that happened. They came Saturday night, um, and we're leaving Sunday. So they're there less than 24 hours, right. um, quick turnaround. So they had, had dinner Saturday night, played cards, went to church Sunday morning and then, um, got lunch after we got, we come home and we're kind of like just, you know, playing with yeah. the kids and we're starting to think about maybe setting them down for, for a nap. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, uh, we decided, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to lay on the floor and they like to play the game where they jump on my, yeah. jump on my back. I'm, I'm the trampoline yeah. basically. Uh-huh. And so, but, uh, and then they were doing this, um, the, uh, quick feet. They, uh, they oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, we're gonna, yeah. We're gonna do the happy feet. We're gonna do you know move their feet real fast and like so they're taking turns doing that. And how they kind of did their turns was they went until they slipped off and then they you know <laughs> yeah. go around and take the next you know next one to go. And so Ezra, um, he he takes his takes his turn and he's you know stopping real fast on my, on my back and everything and he slips off. I'm like I didn't think anything of it. And then I just heard my mom go from the other side of the room. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And she goes, he hit his head. I'm like, what? I didn't even hear it. Like, so I, I look over and immediately right about here on his right side, um, like about the corner of his eye um, is like a line oh. bulging out from his forehead. Um, not a, no, no cut, but it went straight out from his forehead. Um, and so she's, she she was a, a nurse labor and delivery so she dealt with little babies not so much like the the, the head falls and things right. like that but she was she's still a nurse and so she she was like my my first instinct was i scooped him up and i started running for my keys and my shoes and i'm like we're going to the er um she goes no, 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 wait hold on hold on let's, let's just get him to calm down yeah. first because if we take him in the car and he's all worked up it's not going to help anything at all so let's Calm him down here, get some ice on it, get him feeling better. Yeah. Couldn't get ice on it because he, he was like, you know, reacting to the cold and everything right. too. Um, but eventually, like, you know, get him to settle down. And he uh, still, we were checking for things like, was he nauseous? Basically, all like the signs of a concussion, right. things like that. Because uh, we're just like, he hit it hard because mm-hmm. it like immediately. And so they, they always say better out than in for head. Yeah. Uh, head bumps mm-hmm. um that means the pressure is going outward from the brain like immediately it went out so we're like okay that's a good thing because that means at no point was it going was the pressure going in towards the skull like that's right. that's good um and and I'll, I'll i'll say all of this like he's good now like he's great like <laughs> by, by by monday he was you know still a little tender but he was he was still just you know normal happy self playing eating everything um even sunday afternoon yeah. um he rested he uh, took an, uh, he, he t- uh, had some some snacks. He did take a little nap. Supervised, who made sure like everything was was good. <laughs> right. But like pupils were were dilating. Every, everything was like per, uh, were good responses. So, mm-hmm. but after we got him settled down and everything, we started looking at what he hit because we're like, what did he hit? Mm-hmm. 
we thought he hit the corner of the trim by that little half wall yeah. in our living room. We're like, oh gosh, how did he not get stitches? And then we got looking closer, like he didn't hit the trim. He hit the drywall. And and how we knew that is he had, he cracked the drywall oh, with his head. Yeah. So Ezra one wall zero, like yeah. it's, and, and I, I'm going to text you the pictures while we're on here. It's astounding. Yeah that he didn't have to get stitches because it was right in the corner and it like smashed in. Um, so, uh, yeah, he channeled his inner Andy Bernard <laughs> with his head. Uh, <laughs> it's not freaking funny. Bang. Um, so all is well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, but my kid's got a hard head. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so one day when he's when he's uh, playing football, we're gonna be like, "Hey, you've trained for this. Just don't try that on the first day of practice." Yeah, so he has so, he has the AJ Hawk head, is what you're saying. He's got the head, yeah, yes. get that cement head going on. <laughs> who was the was it uh, Luke Kuechly that had, uh, or was it? Uh, who, oh, there was someone else from the uh, the Texans, I think, pre JJ Watt that smashed his head, helmet against his head oh. finished a play without his helmet and got bloody in the in the forehead I'm like the, well he didn't have that to deal with it that's least. like brooks reading i think is what i think is that that's like, what it, that's what it was yeah. brooks reading yeah like yeah yeah so didn't have didn't have one of those situations but um here i'm sending you the pictures now if there's enough interest i'll <laughs> i'll post them on on the facebook page right. but uh for now that's that's just for you so gotcha. Um, yeah, so that was an exciting part of my Sunday. Absolutely. <laughs> it's not like we had football to keep us entertained, so we decided, you know what? No, we it, it definitely was not a perfect. And I made sure to like tell daycare today when I dropped him off, like, you're gonna see that, yeah. and it's all normal, everything's good, right? <laughs> Don't call CPS. <laughs> you just <think laughs> so, anyway, right? Oh, just man. he just. He just hit his head. Are you getting the picture now? Yes. Is it coming through? It's going to take okay. a while. I, I, oh, I thought you were holding no, out for that. No, so. no, no. It's going to take a while. I'm in the middle of Bufu nowhere, and I and my uh, ability to get text messages up and down, so we'll see what happens. Well, and, and you know where I'm at, too. It's yeah. still not even delivered on my end, but, I mean, you'll see pretty clearly what he did. So uh, whenever it goes through, just give me a, a, a what sort of whatever. Yeah, so anyway, that has nothing to do with today's no. episode, but I thought kind of an there's always an interesting kid story to share. And that's one that I'm like, eh, let's, let's throw this on there. Right. So anyway, um, but aside from that, also Saturday night, while my parents were here, the Notre Dame versus Louisville game was going on, Notre Dame football. And uh, I turned it off. I turned it off because uh, it, it was not pretty. Uh, Notre Dame ended up losing to Louisville 33-20 in Louisville. Uh, credit to them. Do have a solid football team this year, but we're talking about no, uh, Notre Dame that uh, was highly uh, regarded going into the season and um, was at one point a top 10 team. Uh, I'm not saying that Louisville shouldn't, but we're talking about Notre Dame that almost beat uh, Ohio State by almost by about a yard. <laughs> right. uh, lost to Ohio State. So, um, and so you're thinking, what went wrong? And I'm not placing blame on any one part of the team, but when you look at the um, Ohio State game, when you look at how close Duke was, mm -hmm. and when you look at 
um, now Louisville. Some consistencies that I saw. Consistently, Sam Hartman is a solid quarterback. He is not afraid to stay in the pocket, and he knows when to move when he needs to. Yes, he had an interception thrown on the first drive of the game against Louisville. But by and large, he has been um, a, a solid leader for the offense, for, for the Irish. And he's he's the people's quarterback. Like he's, he's a – they love him in South Bend because he's just uh, – he – when the camera was on him against central Michigan, um, he was like hyping up the crowd, but then also the next time it panned to him, um, he like pointed the guy next to him, like, Oh, you're, you're good looking at him. Right. Like you're not looking at me. You're looking at him. Like he's, he, he has fun with the game too. And so, um, and I mean, talk about a handsome dude, like that's, (laughs) he's, he's GQ right there flowing locks. Um, but I'm just going to say that he, he is the type of quarterback that Notre Dame needs. Solid leader, solid performer, student of the game. You also have um, Audric Estime, probably going to be a top five running back, maybe even a top three running back taken in the draft when he goes. Then you have Chris Tyree, also solid wide receiver, a conversion from running back, who has um, uh, been a top performer in yard and yards after catch this season so you've got a lot of solid weapons you've got good protection up front um from from the line so i don't have any concerns really uh, in general about the notre dame offense the inconsistencies that i have seen are on the notre dame secondary their their uh line is solid as always they can always put together basically a bomb proof uh, o-line and d-line it's it's incredible to see um, that them performing. They've done they've gotten a lot of good rush r- rushes on um, quarterbacks this season. Now where they um, do struggle, I will say this before I get into the secondary is um, finishing. They get a lot of uh, rushing. They get a lot of rushing, but they'll overshoot or they'll get pushed Ooh. off or they'll get a hand on and they and they don't quite get it done. If they had had if they had half the amount of all right, sorry. For the amount of rushes that they have had and opportunities to get sacks, if they had half of them, um, that Ohio State wouldn't have been as close as it was. It would it would have gone uh, better because uh, even in that last quarter on that last drive, I saw at least two to three opportunities for a sack that were lost because of overshooting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also against Louisville quite consistently in the second half until I turned the game off because it, I was, you know, didn't want to be, I didn't want to be in a bad mood for spending time with my folks, got, even though they, they said they, well, yeah, they said, well, oh, we want to, we want to see this. No, no, you don't. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I, I saw several, several uh, opportunities for, for sacks or at least, um, you know, pushing the quarterback out of the pocket, but instead what was done was uh, you, you drive him out uh, of the pocket wow. and give him an opportunity to run or find that open receiver that you just gave him now another two seconds to find. So wow. um, that's Rush where I, I do have, integrity. I do have some struggle. Yes, exactly. That's a beautiful way to put it. Rush lane integrity. Um, but uh, my, my overall, like I, I think their, their biggest point of improvement, I'm not going to say their weakest point, but their biggest point of improvement. That's the professional way to say that is um, in the secondary. Mm-hmm. You look at uh, Ohio state, Duke and Louisville. What was some? What's something that is consistent across the board on defense? Because the the O line is still getting 
um, pressure on the quarterback. So that's the, or the D line. So getting pressure on the quarterback, that's, that's consistent. Even if they're not finishing that, that itself isn't consistent. What is negatively consistent is the amount of cushion that the secondary is, is giving receivers wow. and the amount of space you, you uh, Louisville big play that they, they made was a, a third and long conversion in the third, uh, late third quarter um, that uh, corners are playing seven yards off the oh, seven to 10 yards off the, the worst. The and uh, receiver catches the ball in the middle of the field with four white jerseys, about three to five yards around him. So not close enough to make a play immediately tackle him. But it's, it's like the, it's like the cluster that you see in youth soccer. It's like, you know where the ball is because of the cluster, yeah. but that cluster got a little too wide, a little too much. And that was not the only um, time that that happened. That was just probably the most crucial because it was at a turning point in the game when it was still close and that gave um, Louisville the momentum. They scored on that drive and they never looked back. So Ohio State, the last drive, the secondary, was playing soft and they let them drive down the field. Um, it, it, if they had been playing tighter and, and more aggressive, may have had a different outcome. I'm not going to say it. It would have for sure. But you got to give yourself a chance to get that um, that opportunity. You got to get the that was the same thing. Got to give yourself a chance to get that close. Mm -hmm. So all of this is kind of crazy because Marcus Freeman is a defensive mind too. And so I just want to see more of that um, active in the games. Like I, I want to see more aggressiveness. And so th this was kind of going to be Tom's take of, you know, crapping on Notre Dame. I never really was going to do that. I am frustrated. I am frustrated because it's it's easy to see from my side of my my lens because I'm up top and I'm seeing such a cushion, such a uh, a gap in the secondary, and it's it, it's crazy that you know when we're when we're in college eight years ago, ten years ago, oh. they're calling the Notre Dame secondary um, air traffic control yep. because they had everything locked down. Yep. Now. I mean, I don't know what to call it, but it, it's it's so soft that even even Duke, an ACC team that has never been a problem for Notre Dame, posed a problem. Um, Louisville, solid team, but they're not Ohio State, and yet they won by significantly more than Ohio State. Right. They, they and and by by the score looked like they trounced them entirely. So. It, from my perspective as a fan, it's it's frustrating because I know that they are better than this. Than this. They've played that better than this this season, and it seems like since the Ohio State loss, they've just let things get worse and worse, and it's kind of that slippery slope of, you know, the first boot slipped going down the muddy hill, and that muddy hill is the season. The first boot was Ohio State, and now um, they're hitting every tree along the way to the bottom of the valley. And I, I just fear that, that we're not going to uh, end the season with just two losses, but that these other ACC teams that shouldn't be a problem now are a concern because we've already shown this inconsistency. So that's my concern as a Notre Dame fan is getting back to consistent defensive play. Well, of course you can see what's going on on your couch. You're watching college football, man. These college coaches, they don't know they're, they're, they're above from a hole in the ground when it comes to defenses. You've seen me yell all day long when I watch football games, especially college games. I mean, it's oh, yeah. not it like it's the oh, Matt yeah. Eberflus, uh defense where it's covered two and it's 
cover, which is cover nobody because no one's near anyone on the field because it's so much of a cushion. You're going to cover it. You're covering grass at this point. You're not covering a player. So it's next. Yeah. And, and that's what, that's what it is. Like they're, they're just covering the area around the players that are catching the ball. It's like, that's just, let's, let's get tight. Let's see how that goes how, first. I'd how, rather, I'd man, rather be too aggressive playing press and cover get some borderline. Right. I'd, I'd rather get, uh, be, should be them show more aggression mm-hmm. and maybe get a couple of pass interference yeah, yeah. And then, calls and then back off. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then back off, but better than never being there to begin with. Right. Nope. Completely agree. That, that's my feeling about the bears. The bears have two press man corners and they're playing cover two. I'm like, um, guys, do you know the cornerbacks are our press man cover? Corners, not cover two zone guys. I, I'm just confused over here by the stupidity. But yeah, I I, I feel you. I don't watch enough Notre football to tell you that you're wrong, but I can tell. But you know enough to know when you see cover two and like oh, that's not good. <laughs> that's yep. Good. And I just think that like this, the defense is just not playing at the caliber or at the the caliber of the talent that we see on offense, and definitely not <laughs> to the caliber of play that has been expected of them in the past. So I think they they need to. Um, they're not doing the offense any uh, uh, justice by performing the way that they are. So um, again, I, I love, and I will always support my Irish. I just know that they're better than what they're showing right now. So I, I, I think the rest of the season, they can turn it around, but they just, they got to show it. They got, they, they got to get back to playing tight football. Gotcha. hundred percent. Now going from Northern football, let's get into the playoffs of the MLB. We have the MLB playoffs started last week with the, the wild card rounds, which were quick, simple, two games and done. There was no third game in any of the wild card rounds. I mean, the Twins shellacked the Blue Jays. The Rangers shellacked the Rays. The D-backs shellacked the Brewers. It must suck to be a Brewers fan. I mean, they've only won three playoffs. Oh, they've I loved won, seeing that. They've only won three playoffs series since 1955, so they've not done jack squat. So, <laughs> quick, quick thing. All right, if you – if you listen to our the last podcast that I just uploaded, you'll understand that reference. There was a uh, a young lady uh, behind. I won't say young lady; she's probably twenties um, behind us, um, who we did not interact with at all. Nah. But late in the game, tired of the coach got knocked just... out by the Marlins and, and just like yelled a little bit too close to us. Yeah. It must suck to be a Cubs fan right now, with mm. us being pretty much the only Cubs fans. I'm like, mm. like, like. What did we ever do to you? I'm like, um, hmm, how many but, players here have you guys won in your lifetime? Um, that would be none. <laughs> also, I got a coworker who, uh, as you know, I, I work out of a Wisconsin-based um, job. So I got a coworker right now who's, she's from Arizona, but you know, has moved to Wisconsin. Huge Diamondbacks fan. All, all basically, all Arizona sports. I'm like, she's loving this right now. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then in the Phillies and Marlins and Phillies wax the Marlins because the Marlins are banged up. And the Phillies are a good baseball team, which has led to the well the division round, which has caused people some concern about maybe we gotta fix the wild card round because the wild card teams are coming in hot and the division round teams who got the buy are coming in ice cold. Uh, point of example, Texas is up two on the Orioles about ready to, uh, trying to sweep the Orioles tonight, which would be a shock and a half to all those, to the Orioles because they were the best team mm-hmm. in the AL for most of the year. But Texas is more talented. It's much like the Phillies last season where the Phillies are more talented. They get had the right time and they just started waxing, waxing people. Also Arizona, they're up two on the Dodgers. 
uh, yeah, the Dodgers are yeah. could get swept out tomorrow, which is a little freaky. Was that Saturday night that they Kershaw. were six zero in the first inning on Kershaw? Yeah, like, yeah, one out. Oh my! He gave five hits and five runs with it before recording an out. Kershaw oh. is going to be in the Hall of Fame because he's a he's a he's the best regular season pitcher of our life. Postseason, yes. on the other hand, is a completely different story. Yes. This yeah. guy turns into James and Tyon in the postseason, which is not a compliment to Clayton Kershaw. <laughs> Sorry about <laughs> it. Sorry about it, but it's the truth. It it's ugly. So, but <clears throat> on the other hand of the coin, I know we've we talked about division teams that got in the bye and played poorly. The Braves lost game one, didn't look good, came back to win game two on the first ever eight. Five, was eight six three or eight five three double play to end the game where it was a center field rob yep. job thrown in the third person cuts off throws the first to catch Harper to end the game. I believe that's how it happened. It's eight five three, not eight six three. I think it was eight five three. I can't remember. It yes, was, it's eight five because it skipped past five. the shortstop. I think and the third person re- received it. Yeah. Yes. Yep. 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 Honestly, that was that was uh, Harper said in the post game interview like three times that that was a heck of a play. It was a heck of a play. But let's also talk about that was some pretty crappy base running. Overly aggressive. Overly aggressive that late in the game. Like, all right, I get it. Down one. You got you're down. You're down a run. But like, you you had also a lot of time to see that it was caught and get back yeah. 90 feet with a cutoff uh, like, more more than that he he rounded the base he had to go back and touch second base and right, well, right right it was a but still like, all right so long, more than 90 yeah. feet you got to have that in mind though like it's in the air it's not out of the ballpark it could be caught yeah and, and so uh, a lot of sources that i've seen um uh, oh, t- was it talking baseball? Is John Boys, mm-hmm. um, uh, Barstool Sports, uh, all the big ones, Sports Nation? They're all saying, Yeah, he's giving credit in the right place, but he's also not taking a lot of credit, um, Respons- uh, r- responsibility for you know, bad base. I should have had smarter base running, right? Yeah, it's good to be aggressive, but dude, lay off the, the, the pre-workout. You were a little bit too aggressive yeah. there. I think Albert Amore Jr. World Series 2016 where he's tagging from first to second base on a fly out the center field because he's like, oh, that could be caught. <laughs> and he, it worked. I mean, it worked. It was, like, yeah. it, it was a fantastic job. He saw it. I was like, oh, that's going to be caught. Why don't I just tag here and sprint to second base? So it worked. So Not expected. But, yeah, to, to outrun it, to overrun it that much and – yeah, you just got to give yourself a little bit of a chance. Like maybe, maybe just little, uh, do a light jog after second base just to make sure, kind of like what you're doing if you're going to tag up at first or tag up at a base. Like just kind of like dance off the bag a little bit. Or, or, or the Chris. But no, he was just. Go, yeah, yeah. Or, or the no, he, he, he was just full on like uh, just bull in the China shop, go for third. Right. Yeah. Or, or pull the Chris Bryant where you just touch second base. And then Chris Taylor drops the ball in left center field, so you can still go score. But if, but you can always tag back and get back to first base because you're just one step beyond second base. It's just tag. Right. That's what I'm saying. Is like do do something like that. Um, now, credit to to Harper. 
if that ball is dropped, he's, he's probably scoring, scoring he's because scoring. of how fat, how like he he was he was rounding second by the time that, that ball mm-hmm. was caught. So yeah. if that hits the ground, like let's say that it missed, like it's probably gonna bounce off the fence or at least yeah. uh, take one to two to three hops. And if it hits the fence, who knows what direction it's yeah. going? He gives himself a chance to to head home. So he's probably scoring, which is good for for them at that point. But mm-hmm. Yeah, you just can't take that chance on a ball because he had a beat on it from the start. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I know that you didn't want to get uh, no. all into to that, but it is news and uh, noteworthy. Big... We haven't even gotten to uh, Houston. Oh, yeah. Uh, Houston, who's uh, taking, Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, who, take a, who took a 2 1 lead commandingly tonight, beating the Twins 9 to 1. Just saying, yep, yeah. Probably taking the series. Yeah, there's levels to this, guys. You took game one because we were cold, but there's levels to this. Thing, guys. Let's just be real. There's levels yeah. to this. So the Twins are probably going to get waxed tomorrow and be done with it. And Texas could just end it tonight against the Orioles. And the Orioles could go uh, make the playoffs, be the darlings of the MLB, and then get shellacked by Big Bad Texas and all that Texas money right there. So which would kind of suck from the aspect of building a roster around draft picks, doing that well, building a team well. And then it says, take all our money and we're going to build a team. Right. Essentially pulling New York Mets to a smaller scale, but probably more effectively than the Mets at this point because the Mets just spent half a billion dollars to suck. So, right. There's that. Kudos to the Rangers. We very well could be seeing a a Texas ALCS, a oh, Texas man. Texas ALCS, possibly, um, which not, would be not not great for the ratings. But hey, no, no, but that's and, a that's a centralized market down there. It, it, it's a it's a nice logistical concern for the like, Well, no one's really that's true. No one really travels. No one can get got Texas to Houston is what five five Ar- hours? Yeah, yeah, like, or Arlington to Houston? Yeah. Like, oh, I, I just said Texas, Texas to Houston. Yeah, uh, you uh, you know what I meant. I meant the organizations, the right. Texas Rangers, yeah. but Arlington, Dallas area, Houston. I think that's – either way, yeah. it's not like they're flying to Minnesota nah, or that Houston's flying to Baltimore. It's a quick flight. It's a quick it's flight. It's a quick flight. It's a little hot skipping jump you're there. It's like flying to, it's like flying to Iowa. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they, pr- they can practically walk it. Right, know? it's not bad. So, yeah, pretty much, you might as well walk it. Keep, keep everyone going. Keep everyone red hot. And, hey, and, I'm and walking here. We're, we're not suggesting we, you do that. We're not suggesting that. We're just... We're no, just no. Really yeah, right. you probably shouldn't walk from Houston to yeah. Arlington. Not, or... not bad yet. We're, we're, just, we're just joking around here. But, yeah, so the AL, the playoffs are going um pretty well right now. Uh, outside of the Dodgers, who look like they're going to fumble the ball. Orioles are going to fumble the ball. And Phillies and Braves are going at it again, which is fun to watch. <clears throat> my dad's only, my dad and I talked about this, I think, last night. And his complaint is about how the bracket set up. Where in the NFL, if the Diamondbacks beat the, Bre- the Brewers, they would play the Braves instead. Where the worst okay. team always facing the best team. And he said they should do that instead, like everyone else, instead of doing this bracket style thing. Which, like, yeah, I guess. But I also like the bracket style. It's old school bracket style where, hey, you win, you have a pretty nice setup, and you just pull off one ups, and it's like now it's in your favor. And I kind of think the the old school bracket where eight beats one, eight's now getting the old a nice easy game the rest of the way out. Mm-hmm. It's, I kind I kind of dig it. it's like the NCAA tournament. It's like any other yep. bracket you have where hey, I beat my team, and now I have the one seats bracket, which is all I want in the first place. Yeah, yep. very true. Yeah. 
We can hope. We can wish. But or or just win your games. Just win. Just win your games. It's that. Just win, baby. Win. Who's that? Al Davis. Al da- win, just baby. Win. Just win, baby. <laughs> but yeah. All right. Well, there is your um, postseason MLB postseason picture so far. Um, Chris, real quick, yeah. we're through round one, almost through the NLDS. Right. Who is our World Series? Pick it now. Oh. Five, four, three, two, one. A World Series, like who's facing each other and now who's winning it? J- just the two teams. Just the oh. two teams. Uh, give me the Rangers, and I'm going to stick with the Braves. I think they're the best team, but Daniels Phillies are take are going to fight tooth and nail to, to take that series. And Diamondbacks are playing nope. hot, but it's the Dodgers. This is what the Dodgers do in the playoffs. They choke. I, so it's it's kind of right. Like, That's I was I was going to say Arizona. But then, for that same reason, they beat that you the just Brewers says, and the Dodgers. Oh, okay, you beat the two choke Brewers artists. and the Dodgers. The choke yeah. artists. I mean, so I'm like, all right, winner of Phillies, Phillies Braves. I'm gonna go Phillies. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna actually. It, I know it's bad, but Texas, Philly. Yeah. But I want to say Texas Diamondbacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, 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 I want to say it's so bad. I hear. But it. you're. I think you're right. I think whoever they play next. Yeah, I mean, I hope don't, but I yeah, it, just based on who they played in their history, it's like yeah, maybe not. It'll be the maybe second... not representative of, of how they're actually doing. Second, so we'll see. Second ever appearance for the Diamondbacks in the World Series. They've only been to one World Series, you know, one where they beat the Yankees behind the Randy Johnson, Kurt Schilling of you. They're they those two guys pitched I think six out of seven days of the world of the World Series, which is insane. Yeah, those two were just going yeah. at it. They're like we're winning this thing. Get on our backs. And once again, it was it, it was at the time Arizona against uh, as always rich uh, New York Yankees team. So you're gonna have you could have Arizona against a very uh, rich Texas Rangers. <laughs> yeah. So possible. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible. Everything's Kevin right. Garnett. Anything's possible. Uh, 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 so well. Uh, anyway. Yeah. There's some so, things that aren't possible. Sorry. <laughs> There, there's some things, yeah. We're, no, it would be a downer. Thanks, man. So anyway, no, no I'm kidding. Um, so anyway, there's our MLB yeah. picture. Um, Chris, yes. we're gonna shift gears quite a bit here, and this is kind of gonna be Chris's take. Like, you know, I gave my Notre Dame take at the beginning. I've given Tom's takes before, where I have entire segments, and I'm giving my my thoughts and and taking the lead on the conversation. Um, Chris, there's something going on in yes. the world. And of course, that's the, um, the war, um, going on, um, you know, uh, between Israel and, um, Hamas, Hamas really is. Let's call it what it is. Yes. Um, so you very strongly wanted to share yes. your thoughts on this podcast and you got the platform to do it. So. I'm going to be supplementary to you tonight, um, as opposed to the way that uh, the the take segments typically have gone. So, um, Chris, stage is yours. Um, I'll throw my 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 thoughts in here and there, but um, you got this. All right. So, just laying the groundwork. I woke up Saturday morning doing my normal thing, where I. Uh, was looking at my phone, just trying to get a feed on what happened in the news overnight, see what happened. And I see that Hamas has uh, attacked Israel 
has jumped, has actually invaded Israel, has um, killed 200 people, thousands are wounded, and I'm like, the F's going on here. I mean, you don't really hear about rocket fire going into Israel and it's being shot down by the Iron Dome. That's not all uncommon, but an actual invasion into Israel, that got me thinking, that that got me worried, that got me nervous, like, oh my gosh, here comes World War Three. Because, dang it, if this... Uh, spills out like the, it's going to I'm going to be nervous so I'm not picking up all this I'm just getting sporadic updates it's the weekend we're not and I don't watch a lot of like cable news I try to read the news try and get what's going on and you're hearing the death toll go up higher and higher in Israel and Israel's just trying to figure trying to get Hamas out of Israel so they can then stage a counterattack. and Monday morning Monday during the workday I pull on one of my favorite uh, podcast hosts who's who actually goes on to talk about the show. It's a Ben Shapiro show. Yes, so you guys know. That's where I stand in the political aisle. If you can't tell, that's that's where I stand. And uh, and Ben uh, is going, and as everyone knows, Ben's Jewish. He was just in Israel. Uh, I think he left Israel like right before the attacks actually happened. Didn't know that was going to happen, but he touched down, landed, and, and, this, and finds out what's going on throughout the day be, during the weekend because it's Shabbat, which is a holy uh, day, holy weekend in Israel where... The, uh, Orthodox Jews do not have, do not use their technology. No cell phones, no TV, nothing. So he, they don't know what's going on. They're just finding out through friends who actually have TVs are trying to text them, say, or get a hold of them, saying, "Hey, what the heck's going on in Israel?" And so he plays some of the video that's going on, and I'm at work, so I can't see it, but I can hear what's going on. And to say I'm disturbed, to say I am furious, is an understatement. You are hearing these animals from Hamas. I'm not going to identify them, calling them people. These animals raping, murdering, killing innocent children, babies, girls, boys, the, the uh, adults, parents, elderly, just walking in there, murdering everyone, raping everyone, and then kidnapping them back to Gaza. These are, they, they, you hear about them going to the EDM festival near the west, near Gaza. They, I think, killed 200 people in the EDM festival, the final t- tally as of right now, which is a horrible thing, where you have videos of the gunmen actually standing, uh, sitting outside the EDM festival, shooting them as they're leaving, because they're trying to get out. You have, vi- the videos that are being put out there um, are not from the Israeli army. They're not from uh, the news. They are from Hamas themselves putting them on the Facebook accounts of some of the people they have killed. So their families, these are animals. These are vile, vile animals. And Israel fought them out and has now done the standard Israeli procedure of warning the people of Gaza. Hey, if you're a citizen, get the F out. We're going to do a bombing run. They do this every time they go and, and strike back against Hamas. They give the citizens time to get out and say, hey, we're coming. Be- and why did they do that, Tom? Why do you think they had to tell uh, the the Palestinian uh, communities what's going on? Well, it's because Hamas has hid weapons caches, their facilities underneath civilian houses, uh, their base of operations underneath the hospital. This is the governing body of Gaza is Hamas. Hamas was voted the governing body of Gaza in 2005, supervised in an election by Jimmy Carter. 
So Jimmy Carter said it was a free and fair election, and the Palestinians voted for Hamas to rule the area. This is a terrorist nation. Let's just call this what this is. This is a nation backed by Iran, who, by the way, got $6 billion from the U.S., from Joe Biden, to get Americans freed because that was a whole negotiating tactic. And Iran didn't use that money to fund Hamas, which all that means is they didn't use that $6 billion directly, but they freed up $6 billion to use to fund Hamas attacking, which is, again, stupid by Biden, again, being a dumb anus decision. He has not even called out Iran for this. He's a moron, an idiot, and a doofus. Sorry. This is, and so I, Israel is striking back, and now we've, I've read reports tonight, Hezbollah, who's in, uh, uh, hang on, in Lebanon, north of Israel, they have now said, if Israel goes after Hamas and Gaza, we're coming from the north, which, oh boy, if, if, if Hezbollah wants to get in on this, we have a problem because the U.S. already staged uh, naval carriers, the uh, USS Gerald R. Ford and I believe the Dwight D. Eisenhower are now in the Mediterranean ready to strike if Hezbollah gets involved. You also have Iran saying, praising Hamas, praising Hezbollah, and saying if Israel strikes Hamas, we're getting in the fray. Which has led me to just think that our leaders on the in the U.S. are morons, feckless, spineless fools. Because, Tom, you want to know what I would have done if this was me as president? Do you really want to know what I would have done? The second I heard this, I would have given Iran 24 hours to to uh, dispose their government before I turned it into a parking lot. It will be bombing run after bombing run after bombing run for 24 hours a day until the parking lot. They are a terrorist organization, Iran, and it needs to be ended now. You have to cut it off at the root. This is a guy who reads books, who talk up the, the Sword of Truth series. It sounds like a very a beneficial book series. It's a, it, but it does talk about the need to take out evil when you see it. That you have to cut. When you see evil and you know it's evil and they put their, their face to it and they show you you're, they're evil, you cannot take half measure. It must be cut it out. Finish it. Obliterate it. Eviscerate it. Eliminate it. We have no leadership in this country. Combine it with the Hamas faction of the Democrat Party that has, has said, told Israel it's their fault that Hamas invaded them. That's your AOCs, your Rashida Tlaibs, your Ilhan Omar's, the anti Semites who just hate Israel for existing have essentially said, we condemn the attack, but this is Israel's fault. Fornicate you. Israel did not foment this war. Israel has not been in the Gaza Strip since 2005. It has been ruled by Hamas since then. They are not doing anything to Gaza, to Hamas. They provide free water and electricity to the area. This is Hamas declaring war because they want to eliminate the Jews. You have BLM supporting Palestine, saying that it's the Jews' fault for this. BLM is a trash organization. They are evil as well. We need to call these people out as evil and be done with it. These are evil people. They need to be put back in line. Hamas, obliterate it. Iran, put it away. Uh, uh, Hezbollah, blow it up. Just be done with it. Turn them into ash. From dust you were born to dust you shall return. Dang it, we got to do it now and finish this 
Now, I'm not Jewish. I'm not part of the Jewish community, but I find this disgusting. I find this repulsive. I find anyone who supports it, who defends it, as a repulsive piece of trash. And the fact that we have Democrats in Congress voting for this, allowing them to exist, not expelling them from the party, is atrocious and abomination. These people are animals, and they need to be eliminated now. Gosh darn it! And on Restream, guess what we don't have? You know how we have the same for the Ukraine flag? On Restream time, guess what we don't have? I stand with Israel. You don't have anything here for Israel. No, they don't. don't. Have at all. They do not. This is a joke. This is an abomination. This needs to end now. Hatred and like all this? the silence that we're seeing is is just as bad as as supporting it. Honestly, oh. it, it it may as well be um, it, that we're seeing far too much silence for fear of backlash from um, the from those that you just you just called out. And there's far more that can be named. Oh yeah. Oh, MSNBC defended this on their program. They defended this on their program, saying it's partially Israel's fault. No! How, what did Israel do to deserve the raping, pillaging, kidnapping, beheading of babies, killing of babies, for no reason that anyone can discern outside of that Hamas wants to kill every Jew that exists in the world? Gosh darn it, MSNBC should just be roasted to oblivion. Anyone watching MSNBC at this point is an anti-Semite and supports this. That I don't care who you are. I don't care what party you belong to. You watch MSNBC. You support this nonsense. Deal with it. I'm calling you out. I don't care who you are. You want to come at me? Come at me. I don't care. I do not care. I will fight this fight. I know where the moral right is. I will stand by. It. And you want? If anyone wants to complain about me saying turn them into a parking lot, I don't care. You root out evil at the source and you end it. You cut it down now. You were spot on, and and I've I've never seen you this animated about anything. And we've talked about a lot of things over the years, and and this is this is beyond just being animated. This is you don't ever use the, these words, but you're pissed off. Oh, you're pissed right now, and and, and I see it. I'm I, I see it, and and we should be, yeah. and we should be, man. So, and and that's why I wanted to. to well, that's why we wanted to let you have this. Yeah. It's like it has to be said, and you you put it together perfectly. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Have I know it's it is a it is an angering I, time. I don't right have now, all the to history. say the least. I'm not giving you guys all the history and everything that's going on because that's I'm not the expert of all that was going on. I can only tell you what I know, what I'm alert to. I mean, Israel has been a country since 1947 when. Uh, the British essentially said, nope, we're dividing what we have in half. Here, half goes to the Palestinians, half goes to Israel, and then Israel's been at war ever since. <coughs> because mm -hmm. the Arabs threw a hissy fit that the Jews were being allowed back into their ancestral home, and they said, nope, we don't like it. And they decided that at that point, it was war against Israel uh, for all time. And the few ceasefires we've had, and the few pieces we have, had been because of Israeli change, backed by the U.S., backed by the U.K., backed by France, and that's pretty much all the allies they have at this point, because everyone else is saying, don't really respond to them, well, they're not going to back you. Foreigner, all of them. All the aid we gave to the Ukraine, and we're not going to give it to Israel, foreigner, all of them. Screw them all. Just end Agreed. this. It's, it, it, especially, like you said, seeing all of 
just i mean it is it's it's disgusting and it's it's like it's nauseating what's happening over there um that alone that alone should be reason enough to do what we can to to support israel i mean short of short of sending thousands we and we've we've called out the ukraine of of troops is what i mean it's send billions in aid but because we're we're sending billions in the in the wrong places right now send it to the right place now war on iran we should be there boots on the ground saying we're with you man because that's what allies do they take they guard each other's back which is why i say you need to take out iran now u.s to show you have visual back and to tell china and everyone else back off you do this to our and that's we will, we and, will and that's the you. bring it and that's one thing that will not happen I, i'm just calling it right now it's, know, it's, it's not, not gonna, gonna happen, happen. This, this administration because they're not going to show any sign of <laughs> strength they, they, right now this is this is a this is weakness this is weakness and yes you're right you're right and um they're not going to show any sign of force and, and i don't understand why i, I mean there, there is no good reason to not support an ally right no, now no no an ally under siege you give them all the aid you can and you without sexually... except for that one missing f-35 oh. just give it everything just, which is a story we won't get into just do but... whatever you can to help them out and without sacrificing your own ability to defend yourself from an attack from your rear you had to be able to right so right. It, but we have more than enough military might to end this in a heartbeat if we so choose and the fact the fact we are not choosing to tells me all we need to know about this leadership. It doesn't exist. And dang, I'll call the Republicans too for the stupidity of asking the elite Speaker of the House when we couldn't be calling for articles of war right now. We don't have a Speaker of the House to do that in Congress, so we can't do it. So, right. So mean, Matt, Matt, Matt Gates can fornicate himself too. Matt Gates can fornicate himself too. I, that man can just rot. Okay, I don't give a rat's fart. I don't get. I'm calling everyone out. Everyone sucks in Congress. Earth. They <laughs> suck. They, all eight Republicans who voted to kick him out, and all Democrats who did too, fornicate all you Fornicate them all. Screw them all. This is what happens when you have inept morons in your government. Yeah, I'm not going to be like This is a... <laughs> no. Well... This is quite a deviation from our normal yeah. content. You have no choice. Um, I had no choice. That's something that, that needed to be said. Uh, I know if you go back to our very first episode, you will hear us say, We don't want to. This is a, this is a safe safe haven from uh, from politics. We've had wars. But, we have but, capital, hey, capital violence. We, we called that out too when it happened. We talked about that. We talked about everything. We talked about that. We talked about it. We've talked about everything. So every we've, time we we've see opened evil, we this call up. it out. We call it out when we because speak. we're not because we're not talking about politics. We are talking about evil. We are yeah. talking about horrific acts. We're talking about war. And yes, you can say that all of that is politically driven. It's no, this in, is not in, 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 No, no, no. Hold on, hold, hold on, on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Give me a second. Give, give me a second. Give me a second here. All right. From where it originated, it's not. It's not politically driven. It's. It's. No. This is anti. It's just a, a disgusting act, and it, and it's really, it, it's it's like you said, it's anti anti-Semitic, yeah. and it's it's really going toward an act of genocide because that's what that's all ultimately their goal. 
is to completely is, is to eradicate yes, um, the Jewish nation. So they do, they do. So that itself, like we're not going to make that political because that is the evil that we have um, as not not just as 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 uh, American um, patriots, but as God's but as God's people, we have been called to to protect uh, against evil. And and this is this is this is the kind of evil that um, we've been warned about yep. in scripture, and and it, it's just it's so disheartening to see responses to this. It's so disheartening to see the acts themselves. This is for for guys like you and me, where there's there's not a whole lot that we can do financially. There's not a whole lot that we can do um you know tactically no no but spiritually we can give everything that we can man um so i know it's a not emotional me. time no. that that's 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 where you and i can mm-hmm. um step in um both in 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 prayer for the israeli people mm-hmm. but then also um in our sharing of the of the gospel too i mean that is that is our our duty as as god's people and that's how we can defend against evil um and and in today's world with the technology that we have that doesn't have to be just on american soil we could be sharing with the gospel with someone across the world um and i think good news of, of jesus christ is what the world needs um and what can pre- prevent evil like this we're a long way from that yeah. Um, ever taking the forefront of today's world, nope. but we have to do what we can to do to, to make that happen. Yep. So this is just shows the importance of evangelism yep. and deep rooted faith. Yep. And, and the ability to defend oneself when one is attacked. Dang it! Uh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. I, I'm I'm running out of steam, guys. I. The other thing I've ever been, that's how I'm saying, I've never been this hot before. I'm, I think you saw me spit fire, literally spit came out. I've, I don't have any other words because we are watching a modern day attempted Holocaust in front of our eyes. And there are people who are saying it's not happening. It's a both sides. Like, no, no, no one deserves to be eradicated based on their faith or the color of the skin or what have you. You have no reason to be eradicated for that. Now, there are ideas that we should get rid of because there are bad ideas. Like, anti-Semitism is a bad idea. We should get rid of it whenever we see it. That, that is what we should be fighting against. Not, and We should not be eradicating people based on their faith and what their color skin or any of this other bullstick. And, and, and to clarify then, because you, uh, you had called for the elimination of of Hamas. Is, that is that's not because of no. that is not because of their their belief system their you know their their it's because of their actions, their actions against what they believe is their job is to yes. eradicate Jews. You say that okay now yes. you need to go. You are yes. now evil. That needs you go. To, that evil that go. entire mindset needs to be evil gets eradicated in yes. my mind. There is good, there is evil, there is no the subjective truth. There is objective truth and objective there is objective truth and there is and that's it. There is just truth. I don't give a rat's far about this new age subjective truth. It's all your perspective. No. There is good. There is bad. We know when we see it. This is bad. Bad needs to go. 
if you can't correct the bad, you must eliminate the bad. That's how this works. Enough of this. There's not much more that we can can say right now. Um, so we're just gonna go ahead and Sorry. call it here. I'll, I'll uh, no, don't yeah. don't apologize, man. Um, I'll take us out. Yeah. You, you've you've rest your voice, man. <laughs> rest your voice. Um, so we would like to thank the probably tens and tens. I'm not gonna get excited because yeah. that's. Um, we, we've, there's nothing to get excited about the, the topic that we just talked about. Um, we'd like to t thank all of you that have listened to us, listening to our, our takes and ramblings tonight. They're not ridiculous. Um, from Irish football and MLB, which are, uh, trivial in comparison to what's happening overseas. Um, Let's let's be true and, and honest in saying that our thoughts and prayers are with those people because yeah. um, they should be. It's not just lip service right now. So um, our next episode is to be decided. That who knows when it's going to happen? Um, we'll figure it out hopefully next week. Um, we usually do. We always say um, just about uh, we don't know when it's going to happen. And then it's Where usually about a week later. Yeah. So um but until then stay safe stay healthy above all stay free stand with israel sports and more with chris and tom is brought to you by no one, all non-original thoughts and ideas were properly noted during each segment.